So first off, can you just like give a little introduction about yourself, your name, and uh, what you do? Okay, I'm um, David Bennett. Dave Bennett, most people call me. Uh, I've uh, been a uh, geologist and mining engineer throughout my career. I've uh, recently, uh, in 2020, I believe, I signed up for um, Convention of States. And in 2021, in March, I decided I better get involved. So I did. And by April or so, I was a district captain in House Ohio House District 98, which covers two counties, Holmes and Tuscarawas counties in uh, south uh, eastern Ohio. Uh, I've been uh, voting since I was uh, 18 or so and uh, started voting in 1960, kept voting every uh, year when I had the ability to vote, and I voted once when I was overseas via uh, mail-in ballot, and I'm just getting disillusioned day by day, year by year, until I finally thrown up my hands and said there's only one way to fix it, and that's through COS, Convention of States. So that's my story. Awesome. And then uh, with that, so how did you get involved and what brought you into COS? Well, yeah, I think it was through the internet mostly that I got involved. No one uh, encouraged me to do so. But uh, that winter when I went to Florida, there was a um, COS meeting at uh, a kind of a meet and greet thing in uh, a place where I visit, Punta Gordo. And uh, my girlfriend in uh, Punta Gordo said, well, look at this. There's a meet and greet at uh, some beach. Uh, I forget, Ponce de Leon or someplace like that. And uh, she said, well, why, why don't we go? And I said, well, sure. Why see what this is all about. And... Uh, when I did that, uh, that was in, uh, say, February, or, and then by March, I decided that these people know what they're doing. This is great. At that time, Florida had already uh, passed the resolution, and I got more and more intrigued by uh, the 15 states that had already done so, and thought, Ohio needs to become uh, one of the 34 states, and I'm since then, I've been working on the uh, coursework and the academic side of uh, becoming a district captain, and I've done so. And I've had uh, uh, meetings with people who have volunteered in my area. I meet at a coffee house, and I meet on Saturday morning when I'm home. I don't meet every week, but I try to meet a couple times a month. And we just casual get together, and I tell them what I know, and ask them to to get on the COS University and learn more, and help help uh, the process of getting this passed. 
Yeah, that's awesome. I couldn't agree more with you about uh, getting more states and more people involved. Um, if you don't mind me asking, uh, how old are you actually? Well, uh, in February this 2022, I will be 80 years old. Wow, so that would make you... And I just... <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, I, I don't feel that. I don't, And people that know me don't think I'm that old. Uh, but I just finished a five-day course. It was rather grueling uh, at the uh, front site. And it was uh, Firearms and Training Institute in uh, uh, Frump, Idaho, or Frump, uh, pardon me, Nevada, your state that you're talking to me about. And uh, it was quite grueling. Uh, and it was over yesterday, and I'm... I'm uh, Worn out from the five-day experience, I'll tell you. Yeah, I haven't five that. days out in the hot desert are not, not a pleasant thing to be doing. Plus, we were racking and shooting and uh, loading magazines and shooting and shooting and shooting until I think I have some degree of proficiency. But boy, do I have a lot to learn when it comes to... Uh, and it's thankful, uh, thanks to COS and the... Uh, the um, um, Patriots Academy that I was able to do the five days uh, discounted at a fairly decent price that I could afford. Normally it costs, I believe, $2,000 for the five-day course, and it didn't cost me near that. Yeah, that's great. I haven't had a chance to go down there and take the course yet. I'm really looking forward to uh, when I get to do that. Um, about the course, though, how did you like it, and what made you uh, what made you want to drive, you know, over two thousand miles? Well, uh, I've I've got this RV. I've had I've had two. Uh, they're called road treks, and they're Class B motorhomes. And I've had two of them. This is my second one. I bought the first one in uh, two thousand and five. And uh, I traded it in in 2015 on the one I've got. Uh, my deceased wife became physically impaired, so we changed to, uh, to this different model to get a better floor plan for her. And unfortunately, she really never got a chance to, uh, to go camping much with uh, our RVing much. Uh, before she passed away but anyway i travel i've got uh, a daughter in idaho and a daughter in florida and i got a girlfriend now and uh, like i said punta gorda florida and uh, so it did not uh, take me long to figure out that they're having this course i signed up for it now how are you going to get there well you have this RV. You're in Florida, so so you uh, you're gonna drive. So I did. How long did it take you? Um, I think it was about six days on the way out, and it'll probably take another seven days on the way back because I'm not in a hurry to get here early. Yeah. So. Uh, so that's. You mentioned you were a district captain. Uh, how has that affected your life, and what's your goal? As well, a... I am I am pretty passionate and uh, and uh, about this whole activity, and 
the reason uh, I became the district captain was because I thought I could uh, do more at the grassroots level. And it seems that uh, there are a lot of district captains that don't have the uh, the fire in their belly, so to speak. Well, I think I have that drive and I want to get this done. Uh, I'm very excited about it and I think it's the only way we're going to save this country and it's just incredible that so many people and it's such a high percentage of people just don't have a clue of really what's going on they can complain but they don't know what to do and you start talking to them casually about well term limits what do you think about that or uh, fiscal responsibility or government overreach or any of those uh, three things that uh, COS is pushing on right now and they say oh that's interesting and and sometimes I've talked to people multiple times three four times before they finally come around and say where's where's that petition I need to sign that so uh I just, I'm patient. I'm, uh, I just, I just think that the the way it's set up with the district captains, with house districts, I don't know how Nevada's set up, but I imagine you have house districts similar to what we have in Ohio. Yep. It's a county by county thing. Uh, I would imagine, uh, Las Vegas has more uh, House representatives than, say, uh, Eloy or someplace like that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so uh, when you have a district captain that's out in a huge county, it becomes extremely difficult to find meeting places. But that's that was my goal. Get a group, a core group of people instill upon them or in them the same uh, dedication I have if I possibly can I have a I have a uh, a uh, leader uh, we divided Ohio up into regions and my region four leader is uh, Sue Kaler and she said well you you need to clone yourself but I said that's pretty hard to do because Nobody seems to have the same enthusiasm I do. So uh, I'm, I'm, um, I'm just wanting people to wake up and smell the coffee and get going. We've got to get this done. Absolutely. It's great to be uh, enthusiastic like that. And uh, we have some new district captains here in Nevada, actually. Do you have any advice that you would like to give to them or really anyone who's... Uh, Here's what what I do. This is essential. You've got this um, dashboard. You get new people sign up. You look at the dashboard. You go to the follow-up. You look to see if they're uh, a volunteer or not. When you get a volunteer, you treat them a little differently. You call them on the phone. You talk to them. And you explain what you think that you might uh, want to volunteer for you you explain to them there are all kinds of things to volunteer for if you get it uh onto the website you can volunteer to do newspaper articles uh write the uh, editor write uh 
letters to uh, congressmen and your state or your state uh, senators and state uh, house reps and just you can do that kind of thing or you can call them on the phone i i get i try to get to them and impress upon them uh the importance of of uh, just any minor little thing that doesn't take a lot of time that they can do in order to push this forward now when i get a regular person that has just signed a petition i call them and i tell them i ask them they sort of like this do you have any questions and do you know what's going on and most of them say oh no i don't have any questions and i don't i think i know whether it's that or the other well in ohio i tell them we've got this activity going on we got house joint resolution uh uh number one and this is happening and this is happening and i tell them all about it then they are in my region because i don't get dashboard people who aren't i tell them about the coffee house meetings that i have on saturday morning and i invite them to come along with the volunteers i invite them to come and then i always send them just about everybody the same letter the same letter with who I am, it's an introduction letter, it's on the dashboard. I send them that letter, it has ways to contact me. And I, I'm i not afraid of people contacting me, and as a matter of fact, I have not had to worry about that at all. I don't get a whole lot of uh, strange calls, and, uh, or people don't... Uh, don't disturb me at all, and uh, I, but I then I build a list of all the people who I talk to, the volunteers, I make a list of volunteers, I make sure they're on my mailing list, and uh, I do, um, uh, uh, what is it, text messaging, and I text message them a week before where I plan to have a meeting at the coffee house, and um, I also make sure that they, uh, I invite the people who didn't volunteer to the coffee house just to come and see what's going on if they care to. But I don't put them on the uh, list to notify unless I get a feeling that they want to be notified. And sometimes they say, yeah, I want to, I want to be notified and, and, and participate. That physical or telephone conversation that I have with you, you have with the, with the, signer of the uh, petition is the most important conversation you can have and you've got to be prepared and you got to know what you want to say and you got to just just inform them of what is happening and then you got to open yourself up and invite them someplace for coffees and and with the with every with the team i've built what i i call my team of uh, uh, House District 98 uh, volunteers. Then, uh, in addition to that, uh, gun shows, uh, county fairs, uh, 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 automobile shows, car classic shows, all that kind of stuff. Uh, when you when you flea markets, that's another thing. You you just look and see where people are gathering. And then you try to find the people in charge 
and ask them if they mind if you come and just sit in a chair and and uh, uh, talk to people or pass out uh, information about COS. So that's what I do. That's some great insight, and I don't want to take up too much of your time. I have one more question. Uh, just last thing, what would you want everyone to know about yourself and about Convention of States? What would I present that again? Uh, what would you want everyone to know about yourself and about the Convention of States that you work with? Well, uh, I'm just a plain guy. I just uh, worked all my life. I'm a geologist, uh, mining engineer, and I... Uh, I've worked uh, in Montana, I've worked in Arizona, I've worked in New Mexico, I've worked in Chile, uh, I've worked in Ohio as a geologist. I, I, I just, uh, I'm nothing special. I'm just an ordinary person. Uh, I got a college degree, so that doesn't uh, carry a lot of weight. But uh, I, uh, I'm just passionate about this um, COS because I realize I have children, I have two daughters, I have a stepdaughter, I have grandchildren, I have three grandchildren with uh, a daughter that lives in Idaho, I have two grandchildren who lives with a daughter in um, uh, Columbus. Uh, Two of my grandchildren have not moved yet to Idaho, so they're going to school in uh, in Ohio. And uh, so I go home for Christmas to see f four of my five grandchildren. And uh, I just, um, it's just a normal person. What can I say? <laughs> well, we're, uh, we're glad to have you on the team, that's for sure. Uh, you might be an ordinary person, but I'm sure you're very special uh, to a lot of people well, who have helped. As uh, Popeye would say, I am what I am. <laughs> I'm Popeye go. the sailor man. So uh, it's this, um, I love people. I, and I think I, I, every now and then I run into somebody that's cool and doesn't like uh, to be approached or doesn't doesn't understand what I'm trying to do. And so I leave them alone. Uh, they, they, don't, they don't like being bothered, so I don't bother them. But when I get somebody's attention, I try to be short and sweet and to the point and then back off and see what kind of reaction I get. They want more information. I try to give it to them, and if they, if I don't know how to give them the information they're asking about, I'll tell them I go back with them. I'll tell them what I can find out. I'll let them know. So it's just, uh, it, to me, it's become a labor of love. Uh, I just am enthusiastic and passionate about this, and so there you have it. Well, thanks for talking with me. It's been uh, it's been a great conversation, and I wish you well on your journey back to Florida. <laughs>